behind a four. You can't find me. Let's try not to suck, guys. You're listening to The Pet House. Brought to you by OffLeaseOnly.com. Here's the penthouse on Real Radio 94.3 and on the Treasure Coast at 101.7. And with your free download of your iHeartRadio app, that means you can have Real Radio with you no matter where you may find yourself. And that truly is a beautiful thing, especially when it's time to sweet escape. Let's get it all over your face if that sounds good to you. As always, your journey begins up north at Tower One. That's where you say good morning to our boy, Jimothy. Good morning. And then he'll let you up, and if not, that's cool, too. Just get comfy like so you don't miss a moment of the next handful of hours. I'm Johnny C., your Golden State heavyweight. Of course, I got half man, half amazing over here. Good morning to you, sunshine. Hi, Greek. What's up, Johnny C.? Good morning, my man. Well, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to see you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Is it good to see you? Is that I don't like to see everybody else? <laughs> That's the question. Uh, you know, it's um, <laughs> It's a combination. It could be both. Could it be Why both? is Saturday my favorite day around here? <laughs> Maybe because it's me and you in the studio? <laughs> kidding, kidding. Me, me, you, you, me. You, me, me, you. Me, I get you. to park the Benz under the roof. <laughs> Only way we get better. Exactly. Only way it would be better is if we had Jimmy. Jimmy right here. Yeah, Jimmy, how are you on a Friday? Doing good. Here we go. Friday bound. Yeah, boom. we are. Boom, baby. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Crazy afternoon yesterday. Did a million things. Got nothing accomplished, same as always. Nice. But, uh... Perfect. <laughs> Don't you love that? You spend four hours doing nothing. That's what you set it off for. You're like, I'm going to go knock out a bunch of nothing. Uh, no, no. I, I, I did get a lot done yesterday. I had a couple meetings, banged around, and then there was a preseason football last night. Ooh. Ooh. So I, I, I was a little selfish you know i i was driving up from boca i stopped by anthony's coal fire pizza I, I i got their wings i love their wings and they give it to you like in a nice container oh. and they give you like a little bread on it it's nice and it, you know you get 20 Ooh, for like 21 bucks it's a great deal spoiling yourself i'm spoiling myself and it's tough it's like being in a strip club you know not and you want to get a lap dance but you wait a couple minutes <laughs> so trying to get home without opening the bag you're oh. like oh should i try one and you can smell it yeah you're like oh, oh god these are awesome <laughs> anthony's they got good pizza too uh, so, you know, I, but I made it home and then, you know, I put on, put on a little Frank, I ended up betting the Eagles and then it was halftime. The Eagles are winning a little and you I'm should, like, you should have got a Paul and Young rom pie. Oh That's yeah. What you should have done. Ooh, I should have made Paulie go into his pocket. Oh, anyway. well, you could have done that too. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Get a Paul and Young rom pie and some wings. Nice. Hang on. Throw in a bottle of wine, will you? <laughs> yeah. No, I love the wings. Uh, I definitely do. I, I, and remember, I only got the chicken wings about a year ago trying to be a normal person. So I ended up getting to those, and uh, I bumped into them. And, but I, I, I'm hooked. I'm definitely hooked on these. <laughs> nice. There's no doubt about it. And then, you know, I came home. The girl was there, and she's like, oh, I made dinner. I said, oh, 
and I'm not a big eater. So right away, I'm like, I go, no, I'm, I'm good. I can eat whatever you have. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a snack. Yeah, I can eat anything. Hey, there's nothing in this. <laughs> no, don't worry. This bag's empty. <laughs> yeah. There's cash in here. Just saw my bookmaker. <laughs> Some of the best smelling cash you've ever had. Awesome. <laughs> totally awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I ended up betting the Eagles. And then it was halftime. They're winning, and they're they're getting two and a half in the second half. And I'm... And I'm, and I'm juicing. I go, I need something else. You know, I'm like, eh, should I bet him the second half? And then I, you know, I fight. It's preseason. It's bad to bet preseason. I'm like, screw that. Give me the Eagles second half. Play the two and a half. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing big. Couple times. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Just some walking around money. Uh, so just to uh, make the... And that, that was some stones, too, by the way. I don't know if you watched that first half or not. The Steelers dominated yeah. the first half. I mean, p- dominated. What did the Eagles have the ball for 10 minutes? Yeah, uh, the Eagles got... Uh, Steelers got picked off four times. Yeah, that's that's the, all the Eagles did was yeah. play a little bit of defense. And really, they were late throws. It wasn't like they were spectacular nah. plays. So that was some stones, because yeah. if I watched that first half, I would have took the Steelers. Yeah, I watched the uh, last, like, six, eight minutes of the second quarter. I just... You know what? Sometimes you're having a good day, and you get lucky, and a couple things bounced my way yesterday, and I'm like, ah, you know what? Let me do it. I'll just do this. Oh, let me rock and roll. You know, I held court at Prime Cigar for a while, bumped into a couple guys, and uh, did what I had to do with my buddies, uh, Mark and them, and obviously we got Seafood Friday. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. We're going to oh. get Johnny C down there one oh, time. Oh, Seafood Friday. And then I'm doing something for the first time, getting into a fantasy football pool. <laughs> nice. And of course, like everything else in my life, I succeed because I have the right people around me. <laughs> Johnny C is going to be doing my picking. <laughs> it's with my buddy Mark. <laughs> so we're going to do it. And uh, first time ever, I'm ever doing a fantasy pool. I usually live out my fantasies, but this time I'm doing it. Johnny's a ringer. You're still going to live it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to live it out. So we're going to get involved with this. There's a big event September 1st. So it's a whole big draft. I, I've never done any of this stuff. So it's cool. It gives you a little extra juice. Yeah, you're gonna get the uh, you're gonna get a little bit of an understanding of why fantasy football is so freaking huge. It's amazing. It really is. I, I like I said to him. I, I went to go buy magazines for football season, and every magazine is about fantasy. There's very few about you know the regular stuff that you want. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. We'll talk about that during the course of the year and see how we do. And it's some um, uh, good money up front. So it's twelve guys in a pool. So it's uh, something for maybe to tweak the beak a little. There you go, tweak the beak. <laughs> Oh, I like to tweak my beak. Yeah. You usually pay extra for the tweaking of the beak. Yeah, well, sometimes. Depends on, uh, you know, the bet. Yeah, it depends what you're doing. Uh-huh. We got Yeah, we got a lot going on this weekend and craziness. Uh, Monday, Monroe's, there's a big party to celebrate for their, uh, they were voted the Adult Entertainment Club of the Year. Which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. I got to stop by there. You know, God, oh, God oh, you're killing me. It's work. Lab dances. It's work related is it's what great. it is. It's all work. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Give me a credit. <laughs> <laughs> it's for work. I'm busting my ears out of here. Yeah, then tonight I got Seafood Fridays, but I'm supposed to take my girl out to dinner later. And, oh, boy. Oh, God. It's just... Playboy Mansion, strip clubs, whorehouses. I go where the meetings are. So uh, true. It's my job. So true. <laughs> it's my job. My job. I'm doing my job. It's my job. That's what it is. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing interviewing. What am I going to do? I'm meeting girls at Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, pedicures. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing my job. It's my job. That's what I got to do. That's what I'm doing. Chop, chop. You know, an interview is really like a blind date. Oh, very much so. You know, and I've said that to people... Oh, it doesn't matter if it's a guy on guy, girl on guy, girl on guy, whatever. <laughs> well, it matters to me. But it doesn't matter to you. I think that came out pretty clean. You'll be hearing that again. <laughs> I'm with the Olympic swim team, by the way, in case you missed it. <laughs> sometimes I'm in the pool, sometimes I'm out. 
<laughs> watch, me, watch you jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out. Yeah, I'm going to do a breaststroke. No, but it is like an interview. I mean, like a blind date. Like when you meet somebody, you're selling yourself. Yeah, you're, it's like speed dating. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting in there, out there, out there, questions. What about you? They say, what about them? Yada, yada. Yeah, totally. Uh, very hard for me because... I love talking about myself. Yeah, even like, though I'm not getting interviewed. Oh, <laughs> I'd really love to hear more about your qualifications, but let's talk about me. <laughs> Just be honest. <laughs> you have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is an Romani. <laughs> and this is Greg, by the way. Uh, no, but it is like that. I got a good friend of mine going for a second interview today, and I pray he really gets it. He's a family man. He's been out of work for a while. Two kids. Uh, it's with a you know, stockbroker firm, and I, I and I hope it works out for him. Uh, me too. Yeah, he really he's really pressing. I called the guy today. I know at the place. Yeah, like, come I, on. Yeah, I, I tried to grease the pump a little. I said, dude, do the right thing. He goes, he's good. He's qualified. He goes, geez, he's got to go through the process. I said, all right, a little less with the process. I get your process. <laughs> Make your right move. <laughs> a little less yakety yak. A little more cutting up my banana. You know what I'm talking about? Thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah, I said I, I got your process. <laughs> I said he's a good kid. He's a star. You know, do the right thing. And he's like, you know, there's a lot. I I I don't want to hear about a lot of people. I don't want to hear about who you know. Yada yada. Just do me a favor. Give him good luck. All right. And he's like, ah, oh, you got it. He's coming in today. And so second interview is good. That's a good sign. Yeah. Good sign. Uh, yeah. He said it's like a five interview process. Wow. I said, was he running for president? Jeepers. Oh, yeah. Who runs that place? I mean, come on. Five yeah. interviews. Yeah. And I said, yeah. See, I'd rather, if I had to go someplace, I'd rather meet everybody one day. Like, bring them all in. No doubt. Let's sit down and let's rock and roll and let's go from there. They even set them all down at the table together. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Who's going to who's gonna outshine while all in the presence of each other? That's right. Sit down. I've been questioned by the FBI, IRS. Go ahead. What do you guys got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I hope he's doing I, I I wish him well today. And I told him this morning. I said, just be yourself. Go in there and do what you got to do. Start throwing 20s around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that might help. Make it rain. Make worst it rain. Come, worst comes to worst, bring them some wings from Anthony Coalfire Pizza. <laughs> or a pie. Yeah. Walk in by everybody lunch. <laughs> Imagine if you did that in an interview. What? Uh, like, th- that would ring. Though. Like, you walk into a building. You're walking around with a pad of paper. Just getting your lunch order. Take <laughs> a pizza. Before my interview. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I want to leave this money with you here up front. This should be delivered while I'm uh, getting this job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You get the guy's car washed. Uh, what kind of car you got? I got somebody outside washing cars. I do things like that. That's what I do. Yeah, you know, I'm that kind of guy. We get cars washed. I get people lunch. You got any dry cleaning? I get you dry cleaning. Heck yeah. Uh, I got a girl come in and do a pedicure for you while you're doing the interview. How's that? Yeah, and then uh, we'll run and do some shopping for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. We can take care of everything. We need person. butter, milk, sugar. What do you need? <laughs> the person would be totally blown away. They'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Just trying to get a job. See, there are people who feel sometimes when you're going for a job, like you could oversell, like if people call for you too many people. Yeah. There are some people. I don't think so. I think the more people who can give a good recommendation or help you, as long as they got some, you know, there's some juice to them. If it's somebody you don't like the person, like uh, as my, I love to say, not a big fan of. Yeah, it's not going to work well. It's not going to work. But Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong if you get five, six people call and say, hey, hire Johnny. He's an ace. Jimmy, he's a great guy. Keep beer away from him. You never know what you get done in day. <laughs> it's amazing how much of an alcoholic I've turned into in the past month. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> Functioning, though. Functioning. Functioning, though. yes. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> I tell people, of course, used to have uh, a case of beer. It used to be 20 
Until you got around. Well, that tattoo was on my butt, but I, you know, I got that removed. <laughs> you made it be 24. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If somebody calls for you and says, hey, you know, I want to give a recommendation. It's a solid. Because a lot of times I don't think people call as much as they used to, like for recommendations. Because I think they go more to social media, yeah, Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, find out stuff. They read about them. Well, that t- that that actually gives them information. The yeah. other recommendations, I mean, they're so limited in what they can tell you legally. Yeah. So you get the real the real skinny on social media. You put down like people's names that they would read. They'd be like, "What? Oh, President Obama? Yeah, call him. <laughs> the call White him. House number. Call him. <laughs> Dan Marino. Hey, if, he's, if he's not available, give Joe Biden a call. <laughs> exactly. Uh, give me a great he recommendation. Should, he should be down the hall. <laughs> uh, the guy who uh, dyed the swimmer's hair uh, locker. <laughs> I made his hair gray. Locker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever the frick his name is. The, the guy that did the dying of Lion Lochte. <laughs> yeah. Get him. Ellen. People like that. You just look at Because sometimes, and Johnny and I used to work for a guy. Jimmy, you did too. He used to send us emails, and at the bottom of the email, he would put something bizarre just to see if you read it. Did and you, a lot did you of get to the bottom of the email, yeah. And a lot of people never did. And he used to really, it would get him a little uh, on the bad side. Oh sure, because he knew you didn't read it. Because if you read it, you would either respond or when you saw him, you go, "What was at the bottom of the email? Are you stroking out? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> May pigs fly? What the hell did that mean?" Uh, and uh, you know, I got. It wind of it because i'm notorious for just reading headlines uh-huh johnny will tell you. i'll be like hey you know what's tomorrow i'll be like yeah i saw it and he'll he's like that's not what the hell are you doing you even read the email and i've been known to do that or yeah. i get emails that's pretty common yeah. yeah yeah i think that's expected yeah or i get emails from our bosses big bosses and i just write back k for cool or i wrote got it and they're not happy with that usually and that that usually uh comes with a phone call after it and I let it go to voicemail, and then I'll play it. Like, you ever play voicemails when you know somebody's bad? Just the, I check the temperature. Like, I'll play it back. I'll be like, oh, that didn't sound that bad. Or if I if, if it's something like a something with a business or something, and you could tell almost by their tone, if they don't say yes or no, I can tell by somebody's voice sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. If, if you, you know, like, them, hey, yeah. G-Man, call me back. You're like, all right, that's a yes. Yeah, or, sure. If you get a chance, hit me back. Whenever. <laughs> call me. What do you think that indicated? I, <laughs> I think they want me to call him. <laughs> I, I had a Jules moment last night driving home. I wish I had her on speaker for you and, and uh, Jimmy. Oh, your mom. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. I guess Judge Judy is down here. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's getting a, a divorce. Oh, really? Yeah, and Jules was telling me, she lives in Jupiter. Did you know that? <laughs> you should go talk to her. <laughs> she, she's loaded. <laughs> she said, you know, she makes $29 million a year, G. <laughs> Take one for the team. <laughs> I was like, you should get her on your show. She's right in Jupiter. I'm like, oh, Ma, that's cool. I go, like it was like a family member. You know who's getting divorced? Just like in a conversation, driving home. I'm like, who? I thought she was telling me one of our cousins, one of her friends. Judge Judy. I'm like, who? Judge Judy. She lives in Jupiter. Oh, I'll call her. <laughs> I believe that you are a mother who is pretty desperate. <laughs> <laughs> she makes $29 million a year. I was like, man. There, I, I, when I heard that number, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Get me a black robe. She has killed it. Oh, God. But even that my mother knew that cracked me up. Because that, <laughs> that's like what I always tell you. When something gets to her, it's totally mainstream he got in her building they're talking around playing yahtzee <laughs> oh i don't believe a word of that 
<laughs> Judge Judy. Yeah, she might get into a football pool. Uh, everybody gets a team, and uh, you pick out of a hat, obviously. It's $5, and the team you get, whoever has the best record, ends up winning the pool. Huh. So she was like, what do you think? I said, it's cool. If you want to play, play. She goes, it's only $5. I said, go ahead. Yeah. She goes, suppose I get a team that's bad. I said, well, then you'll lose. That's the that's the risk you're taking. Yeah. yeah. She goes, don't act, sorry, I don't like your father. <laughs> I can figure that out. <laughs> you asked the question, Ma. Yeah. She said to me, what are the good teams? Tell me. The Giants? The Jets? I said, no, Ma, they're not great. She goes, well, I said, but you're just picking out of a hat. Uh-huh. You're not picking, so you don't know who you'll get. I that's said, right. why don't you say who you got, get, and then call me, and I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. She goes, why don't you just write me a check for the $5 times 32? Make your mother feel like a winner. I said, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> times 32. <laughs> I'm like, judge, because that's what's in the pool. It's $5 times 32 teams, and then whoever gets the best record wins the 5 times 32. Uh-huh. So she's thinking like that. I'm like, no, I got to go. Let me go. I said, I got enough drama right now. I'll, I said, if I cruise past Jupiter, Judge Judy's house, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, Judy, what's happening? Hello. You want to come outside? What do you want to do? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I bet the, the Dolphins are playing your Dallas Cowboys tonight. They sure are. Ooh, it's going to be a good game. There is so much hype about Prescott after last week's game. And I like Jerry Jones's comment. He's like, let's not put him in the Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. <laughs> Far from. But it's on tonight, 8 he's, o'clock. He's just trying to establish himself as a backup. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. I saw last night, uh, well, this morning at 5 o'clock, I woke up. I was watching a little hard knocks, doing my push-ups. And uh, at the end of the game, uh, Romo goes over to the, the kid from the Rams. Uh, what's the rookie's name again? Goff. Goff. And he just, you could, they, they had a mic up. He said, hey, bro, lots of good luck. I hope you have a great career. Nice. You know, it was nice. You good know, job, just Tony. Yeah. Good job. Uh, you know, you can see he was a little like it all. You know what I mean? Well, Tony Romo's coming up to me. You know, rookies always say that when the guys come up, like, you know my name, you know what I mean? Like, who, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, but it was pretty cool. I thought it was a nice exchange. It seemed to be very real. One of those exchanges where I felt like. Genuine, yeah. Yeah, and they forgot the mic was on. You know what I mean? But it was cool. It's hey, bro, good luck. Good luck for your career. Awesome. How was prison? <laughs> was it good? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. I thought maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that got edited. <laughs> that didn't make the hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the U.S. swimmers are still getting destroyed by everybody. I mean everybody. And I haven't heard one person like even try to defend them because you can't. That's how bad it is. Uh, but just the reaction that everybody has publicly, the media, it's just I don't know where it ends up for him. Well, begin you know, because of all the, the lies – it actually takes people away from the very real situation where it looks like they were probably strong-armed and handing over cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, you broke the door, pay us. That's the worst part. Yeah, and it's... then uh, and then poor Fegan, you know, he ends up getting it the worst of the worst because he's he's eleven k out of his pocket to some charity over in Brazil just to get his passport and get out of the country. I mean, where'd they come up with that number? Uh, give me eleven thousand. It's like me dealing with a bookmaker. I'm like, what are you kidding me? That's just the number comes out arbitrarily. It's thirty five thousand. Uh, what is it? The the real? Is that what they have in Brazil? I have no clue. Which is equivalent to eleven k US. Oh, man, crazy. But I guess he just wanted to pay and get the hell out of here. Hell yes. Yeah, I would have been like, no problem. I'm out. Well, it was basically, uh, do you want to have charges or do you want to go away? I think that's what it boiled down to. Yeah, it's just bad. Like I said, it makes the Olympics look bad. Our, our team, obviously. Uh, the U.S. Uh, makes us look like, you know, we talked about it yesterday, obviously, when it broke the truth. 
but game ball to Johnny C last two days. Not yet, though. He could go three for three, but <laughs> he said this story Monday did not smell right to him. And, uh, you know, give credit where credit's due. I think the whole world was like, well, what are you talking about? These guys got assaulted. They got robbed. But they didn't. It was just a story. I still don't know what possessed them or him to make up this story. Because uh, if he just told the truth, it would have been, hey, we were fooling around. We made some mistakes. We got out of hand. Yep. And then they came up to us and they wanted money and we didn't want to pay. I mean, it, and that it probably would have ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been really not a big story. The way he made it, it became an iceberg where it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think once they start lying, like a lot of things, you just keep lying. Yeah, well, and you just make us look so very bad when we're in another country representing the U.S. and you're over there vandalizing the joint and beating up the bathroom and ripping down posters and peeing in the corner. And, Terrible. Yeah, you just can't act more a fool. No. Nope. And it's funny, yesterday, out and about, a lot of people, a lot of stereotypes that people have that are just so far from what it is, and but also it cracks me up the credit or credibility they give certain people. And I heard this a lot. I said, well, they're Olympic athletes. They're good people. You know, they have high morals. You know, they have good standards. They're regimented. They do the right. Well, no, they don't. Well, I don't know how you even get that. I mean, we've had so many doping scandals from Olympic athletes alone mm-hmm. that, I mean, how do you, good morals, really? Uh, that's how what you, I was hearing. How do you extrapolate that? Yeah, I know. That's what I was hearing yesterday. You know, young kids, you know what? Uh, maybe they got a little out of hand, but, you know, no, you, they lied. They made us look bad. And there was no reason to lie. And the other thing, too, go home. <laughs> You're done with the Olympics? Go home. Go beat up Nebraska. Do what you want. Yeah, well, I, yeah, you know what? I appreciate hanging out. Don't you want to hang out and represent the team and be there for the closing ceremonies and party and experience? I, I don't I don't know if I agree with the go home take, but don't act a fool. Yeah, the, well, I was going to say, if you can't act the right way, then go home. Yeah, you should be able to enjoy it and yeah, you're the there. process. Take, take it all up. Be yeah. there for the closing ceremonies. Be proud to be part of Team USA. Mm-hmm. But but don't act like an idiot. Yeah, they behaved like they were 11, 12, 13-year-old kids. That's the way they were acting. Yeah, drunk for the first time. Yep, exactly right. Uh, and he should have known better than all of them. Obviously, age does not make maturity. Him being, you know, he was 32 years old. The other guys are a little bit younger, but they followed his lead until they got obviously nailed. But it, it just makes no sense. Uh I think this is going to hurt him tremendously, like other athletes that have hurt over scandals, and it's just going to lose all his credibility. I don't know. We haven't heard anything from Speedo or Ralph Lauren as of yet, have we? No. <laughs> huh, go figure. Usually when things break like this, they're, uh, the sponsors are quick to separate. Mm-hmm. I think the issue might be that like a lot of people might not realize the Ralph Lauren or Speedo tie. Yeah, they which is right. why they can hold off a second. Sure, be like, well, this isn't totally falling on our lap yet. Let's mm-hmm. wait a second, see what happens. You're right. And once they do one, it'll take one email or somebody to say something, and then bang, they'll pop out the statement right away. Oh yeah, we have nothing to do with his behavior. We do not condone it. Uh, that's not the way we behave or we think. At Ralph Lauren, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, it'll take one person. Uh, You got to love striking while the iron is hot. I actually tweeted this yesterday afternoon when I saw it uh, at Penthouse Show. If you're on Twitter. Uh, Esquire Network is actually trying to capitalize while Ryan Lochte has a big time Q rating right now. <laughs> they are today at six going to begin airing back to back to back to back to back the What Would Ryan Lochte Do? Um, very short lived reality show that was on E. Esquire Network is going to be saying, "Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. We'll just run these starting today at six. Hey, does a good good move. <laughs> That's what I say. I agree with you hundred percent. You got something in the vault? Use it.
dust it off and see if you get some people. Some people will watch it. It lasted for a total of eight half-hour episodes, and they will air all eight. Back to back to back to back to back. And uh, I'm sure some people will watch it. Yeah, because they're going to want to see his character. What's he like? How is his behavior the same possibly than, than how he behaved now? Maybe if they see something, they, people would say, oh, you could see he's a little whack job, a little crazy, likes attention, mm-hmm. that this, whole thing. I guess I didn't watch a second of it, but I guess it centers around this because it's from uh, uh, 2013. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess it uh, has a lot of focus on the 2012 London Olympics uh-huh. and kind of locked he's really thrusting into He fame. did very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, you're out there. You're a brand. You have to realize that everybody does. Uh, you're selling every day yourself to people, friends, business, whatever. For him right now, he's in a bad spot. It depends how he comes out of this, what he says. He should make a statement. I believe he should come out somehow uh, and talk to people because they're just going to stay on him for a while. But he might not. You know, he might be at a school where, hey, just don't say anything. It might go away. Right. Um, you might. I'm surprised, and I think it's still early. I'm sure they're going to. The next time Phelps is anywhere publicly, they're going to bring it up to him. Phelps? Yeah. yeah. I think so. They'll be like, you know, what do you think? Uh, did you ever see this kind of behavior? I'm sure he'll do the political right thing and say it, but I'm sure it's going to come up. That's why he's got to, at some point, step up and talk. Mm-hmm. I think he should. But, you know, who, who knows? His agent or lawyer might be like, don't say anything. Mom's the word. You know, just quiet. Would you go out and speak? Would you say something? Uh, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, th- I, I, I think mean, at some point you have to. Yeah, I, I just think when you're in this big of a storm, what the country wants to do, what everyone wants to hear is you, is obviously like many people to apologize. Mm-hmm. And I think if the, anything like that, maybe he could do a thing like Tiger did a couple of years ago. I'm not taking questions, but here my, here's my statement. I was wrong. I apologize to Brazil, USA, my teammates. I made a mockery of this. I'm sorry. And I can only ask you guys to forgive me. And going forward, I'll think before I react. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think if he says nothing, it's going to come off a little bratty with some people. Well, he did apologize on social media this morning, mm. which is kind of empty. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's cool. But that's that's to me, that's after you do, do publicly. Mm-hmm. Because if it was something good, the way this kid is, he'd be in front of microphones. He'd be on Matt Lauer sitting on his lap. Hey, Matt, if you won three gold medals. I mean, you know, you take the good with the bad. I mean, you know. Get out there and say it. Hey, I made a mistake. Obviously, I made a mistake, and I'm wrong. He said he was sorry for not being more candid and accepted responsibility for his role uh, taking focus away from the games. Yeah. His role. He was the whole thing. He was the (laughs) ringleader. (laughs) He got out of there real quick. (laughs) I I got your role. Yeah, right. Here's your role. Here's your focus. There's a process. Yeah, I know there's a process. I don't want him to go through the process. (laughs) I mean, that's what it's about. But we'll see what happens. Again, he's got people around him. I'm sure they're they're they're. I can only imagine what they're going through right now, right? And saying stuff to him. And I'm surprised the Olympic Committee. I'm sure they're going to crack him too. Oh, they they made quite an apology as well, which shows that they're not in their corner. Yeah, when you're obviously. coming out. Yeah, I'd like to see a presser with all of them sitting there. And mm-hmm. like you said, don't take questions. Just make statements. And uh, and I want to hear some really heartfelt. This I'm, we're really sorry. And maybe they jumped out right away because he's not. You know, we don't know. Maybe they already reached to him and he said, I'm not talking. Who knows? I mean, what he really should have did if he was a man, he should have stayed in Brazil until it got clean. Mm -hmm. And he should have apologized over there and said, you know what? 
I made a mistake. And he owes an apology to those other three uh, swimmers, too. Yeah. Benson, Conger, and Everybody. Yep. I mean, they're all with him in the pool. Yep. <laughs> sinking. <laughs> and all sinking. <laughs> all drowning right now. <laughs> it's the Penthouse Royal Radio. You're listening to The Penthouse, brought to you by OffLeaseOnly.com. Now back to The Penthouse on Real Radio 94.3 and on the Treasure Coast at 1017. All right, so this is my absolute norm forever, ladies and gentlemen, dealing with sinus issues on the regular. I find myself during many breaks, three, four days a week, with ice packs or cold compress on my face because I had so much pressure and pain in my eyes and my sinuses. And I took everything over the counter, and it really just didn't work. And then maybe I get a sinus infection, so I visit urgent care. Same thing every time, antibiotics and nasal sprays. And then I visited Dr. Raja, and it was game change time. Dr. Raja is unbelievable. He's the creator and only physician performing the individualized clear sinus procedure. It was done right in his office, no downtime, minimally invasive, and it's actually covered by most major medical insurance. Call for your consultation with Dr. Raja today. Find out if the clear sinus procedure is right for you. 561-537-5460. 537-5460. Relief can be yours like it is mine now. Breathe clearly again. Call Dr. Raja, 561-537-5460. I'm Johnny C. Hello, Greek. Good midday. Jimothy, how's things at Tower One? Mighty fine. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. And thanks for being with us, ladies and gentlemen, as we knock out your Friday sweet escape. We'll get you between Paul and young Ron and up into your love doctors before you know it. Blink, you'll be there. That's how we roll, Greek. That's it. This is what we do. We throw it out there, whatever sticks, sticks. Whatever does it, wipe it up. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> get that. It didn't stick. Clean up. Aisle 10 house. <laughs> aisle 10, please. Aisle 10. <laughs> It happens. That's right. Every now and then something doesn't stick. Can't hit on everything. If you hit on everything, then it wouldn't be special when you hit. It's well said. I've used that in the bedroom. Well said. <laughs> huh, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> many, many, many of us have come up and concocted some amazing excuses. Lion Lochte. I was going to say, this ties in perfect. And his group, uh, <laughs> Bents and Conger and Fegan, they did the same while in Rio for the Olympics. <laughs> Coming up with some really, really awesome excuses. Mm-hmm. This one might take the cake. Nice. Give me a big piece. Let me take you to Nebraska. I'm going to cut you the first piece. It'll be the biggest piece, Please. too. Uh, so last Wednesday, there's a woman, and uh, they see this guy in this white Mazda, and what he appears to be doing is pleasuring himself outside of a gas station. Full tank. <laughs> they were not able to catch him, and I don't know word on whether he had a full tank or not. I don't. I don't know, Greg. <laughs> then another woman calls nine one one early in the morning this week and reports the same thing out of a conven- in front of a convenience store, and they didn't catch him this time either. But they got a description of him, and they also got his license plate number. Okay. Leave me alone. So the law enforcement there ran the license plate number, and they found that the car belonged to a 21-year-old guy named Nathan Grimes, who did fit the description. Okay. So they go to his house, and they're asking him about it. They're like, hey, we have these two claims that you were pleasuring yourself in your vehicle, one in front of a gas station, one in front of a convenience store. (laughs) 
And he admitted it was me. I was in my car. I was in front of the gas station. I was in front of the convenience store on those mornings. But I was not pleasuring myself. I was mixing a protein shake. Awesome! (laughs) In a shaker bottle. (laughs) Really? So he was shaking his protein shake vigorously. The cops didn't buy it, by the way. Oh, they didn't? No, they did Because I did. I was like, oh, I get that. Poor <laughs> two, guy. <laughs> two charges for indecent exposure is what he's facing. Oh, man. If I pulled them over, I would have believed that. I would have yeah. been, okay, buddy. Sir, you don't have to use your genitals to make sure your protein shake. I don't know you, obviously, we do know how you do it, but that's not the recommended usage of this protein shaker. <laughs> if I was a judge, I would have been like, mm, sounds good to me. Yeah, all right. Defense rest? <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. What are the court? Phenomenal excuse. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I wasn't doing that. I was uh, I was shaking my protein shake. But on the spur of the moment, cops in front of you, not a bad excuse. Pretty quick. He's a quick thinker. 21, too. He's only going to get better at this. <laughs> at what? <laughs> at mixing his protein shake. Oh, man, get a room. I <laughs> uh, see what's going on here. <laughs> oh, that's pretty that's brutal. Imagine, like, even when they came to the house. He had to be like, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not thinking that he thought that right away, or maybe he did. You know, oh, are you guys looking for a donation? Police Athletic League, <laughs> drinking twenty. You don't, you don't think he, uh, his first thought was, oh man, I was caught. I don't know, maybe. I don't know, maybe, maybe again, if he did it a lot, and maybe you know, you know, whatever, maybe it popped into your mind. Um, but man, that had to be brutal. They yeah, kind of guessing these aren't the only two times he's done it. I'm with you on that. It, it tells me that this guy's a serial uh, protein shaker. <laughs> Check you out. He may be on QVC tonight selling this. <laughs> he hangs out and watches people go in and out of convenience stores and gas stations and uh, and shakes his uh, shakes his shake. It's yeah, convenient. Nothing turns me on more than that. <laughs> so we don't judge in this show. We don't judge. It's a shake weight, is what it is, sir. So shake weight. Oh God! And he was probably like, "What do you mean? Me. <laughs> you got pictures? <laughs> what the hell are you doing?" Oh God, that's, that's pretty brutal. Uh, people just don't think sometimes. Um. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think he put a lot of thought into that one. <laughs> he put a lot of thought into his excuse, but I don't think he put a lot of thought into uh, what was actually going down. So you would say he put more thought process into his excuse instead of his actions. Yes, very much so. Nice. And I think he came up with the excuse on the fly. Nice. So that really shows. Probably doing a seminar soon in Boca. <laughs> really, really shows the lack of thought. Yeah, right. Mazel tov. Where not to be shaking your protein shake. <laughs> you need an excuse? Give me a call. Get a job. Oh god, poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's terrible. Probably might even lose his job. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Well, something similar happened to you at a uh, uh, Turnpike uh, rest stop recently, didn't it? Oh, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Hope there's a camera rolling there. <laughs> you know, I might need a little music. Can you give? It's a Jersey story. Can you give me a little Springsteen? <laughs> oh, let me see what we come up with. And it was so embarrassing too. But not- hey, I was born to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting gas the other day in the afternoon at uh, one of the rest stops on the turnpike, and I'm just getting gas. And I- I'm not one to put the credit card in. You know, I'm the one I'll go inside and yeah. I'll pay and I'll come out. Sure. And I was walking out 
and then I was pumping gas, and there was another car between me, and all of a sudden... And he was shaking his protein shake. <laughs> I was like, whoa, watch whoa, it. buddy, I think that thing's good to go. Uh, good thing I got my windshield wiper working. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a problem, Houston. No, all of a sudden, I hear, Greek? And I'm like, looking around, I'm like, Greek? I look up, and it was one of my friends from like 25 years, I haven't seen him. Jeez. He drove down here to see his grandmother in uh, Del Rey, and he was married with two kids, and they were driving to Orlando. And it was so crazy. And he just looked at me, and he goes, oh, my God, wow. it looks like 1990. Of course you have a black Benz. I had jeans on a T-shirt. And this is the ironic part. He goes, what do you got, Billy Joel on? One of your CDs? And the day before, I had Billy Joel live at Madison Square Garden just going through my garage, and I wanted to hear Zanzibar, <laughs> and I ended up sticking it in. And I was like, I got Billy Joel in. He goes, oh, my God. I haven't seen him, like, in 25 years. It was crazy. That is insane. Yeah. Did he, he owe you money? Uh, I was thinking <laughs> that, too. I said, does he owe me anything? And, uh, you know, I haven't seen him in a long time. He's got two kids, two boys, like 11, 12, you know, and not seeing somebody that long. You know, I didn't meet his wife or anything like that years ago, but I met her. And he says, this is Greek. He's a legend. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> Nothing to do with radio, by the way. And uh, if you heard my show. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the kids are there. And I had Billy Joel in uh, my car, Zanzibar. And uh, one of my songs that I love, it brings back a lot of memories for me with Leo and Johnny and my friends in Vegas. And I was just like, he goes, it looks like it hasn't changed. He goes, you look the same to me. It's <laughs> that's, unbelievable. That's cool, cool. And I had on a pair of jeans and a black T-shirt. I'm like, bro, man, great to see you. But just when you hear Greek, you know. Did you, I, did you exchange numbers? No, nothing no? like that. No. He said, uh, just what's up? Great to see you. And uh, it was great to see him. No, I didn't ask him for his number. He didn't ask me for mine. Uh, but again, it's got to be 25 years. You know, just a long, long time. And it's just ironic. Like, now he's married with kids. You know, went to see his grandmother. Going to, you know, up to see the, taking the kids up there at Disney. Yeah. Driving up and just getting gas they looked over and goes greek and i'm like oh my god hello what the hell's going on how you doing man you so excited got your whole life together there buddy careful that guy over there is shaking up his protein shake <laughs> watch it you might want to keep the little guys away from him <laughs> watch the air hose on that one <laughs> but just uh, ironic and uh and i did have billy joel in the cd and i do have it right now too yeah he called that didn't he oh my god oh man i love this song and I just, I was like, wow, wait, wait, just, just crazy. Sometimes you do bump into people and you're like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it happened to me a couple of times all over the place, but it happened to me a couple of times in South Beach. Happened to me one morning coming out of News Cafe, like 4.30 in the morning, some girl I used to date. And I haven't seen her in a long time. And she was with her husband. D- date here or date uh, up, in uh, the Northeast? Uh, yeah, Northeast. That's what makes it even crazier. Yeah. Just right. like ironically, just like bump into him. I was like, great. And I'm like, oh my God, Joe. You got a sex change. <laughs> you look great as a woman. Fantastic. Those heels are awesome. <laughs> Somebody buy those for you? Oh, my God. Your calves are not quitting. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner's got nothing on you. <laughs> oh, they canceled their show on E. Did you see that? Whose show? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, no. Oh my I was God. just going to start watching it. <laughs> I know. It's just about to make your list. <laughs> it was just going to be in your DVR list. It just got canceled. It just got, damn it. After two years. I, but, can get, I can get it all on demand, though. Oh, you can, so don't worry. But she's going to be making some guest appearances on their Kardashian. Oh, good. <laughs> I never thought that show was going to make it because it wasn't intriguing. Like, there was no gossip and stars going on and stuff like that. And it didn't have really any star power. Every once in a while, Kardashian just would pop in just to say hi. 
I think had an obligation. <laughs> yeah, right. Just to help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they canceled the show. So if that's in your top five, sorry to bring you to bad news, <laughs> but it has been released. <laughs> so have the ratings just been nowhere to to be found? Is that the problem? Is that that's what I would assume in the article I read. They just said they both decided to go in a different direction. But Caitlyn will be on the Kardashians and soon to be in one of Kanye's videos. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye is such a perfect mix for them. <laughs> like, it could have got any crazier, and she had to pick him. <laughs> uh-huh. hey, good one. Good choice. Uh, yeah, so they canceled the show. So I know a lot of people are upset. It's yeah, affecting Wall Street. That's devastating. I don't even know. You should, probably should have mentioned this like the last segment of the show. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to function. <laughs> I didn't read this a couple days ago. And now Damn it, Nancy. Now, here I am planning on season three to come back. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching that hour right away in my oh, life. Oh, man. God. Uh, Jimmy, no. I know it's affecting you. No, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now. We, we have so little to live for now, Jimmy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just, uh, just different. Thanks, Greek. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the one to bring bad news. Well, uh, you are. You did. Thanks. I just flipped the flap. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're you back mean, to that story? Yeah, yeah well, you, you made you mention your protein shake. <laughs> it is a great line, though. Hey, uh, you go over to Gross House, you mind if I uh, take care of my protein shake? <laughs> I brought my stuff with me. Oh, go ahead. Go to the kitchen. Okay. Not too romantic, but I'll go ahead. You got to travel with all your stuff when you're very specific like that, you know? <laughs> kitchen, huh? Mm. A little bit of a freak show. <laughs> all right, cool. Wipe off the counter. <laughs> I'm game. Dude, you're a freak show. Absolutely. Oh, my God. You just never know what you're going to get sometimes when you're in front of a store. <laughs> yeah, an electric fan. <laughs> One of my oldies, but goodies. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. People just are just, it's so bizarre. Even like when you people watch, which a lot. Which is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah. And just like if you're at a, any kind of location, you could be anywhere, Main Street, USA, or you could be at a big location or a big city, a ball game, concert, and just some of the things that people do, and uh, just crazy. Like yesterday, it was, it, I was walking. Uh, I was getting gas, and some guy threw, like, a Coke in a garbage can. Okay. And he totally missed. But he looked around, like, to see if anybody was going to see him. Whether or not he's going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. What a DB. And, and he looked around and looked at But I think he must have glanced enough to where he thought somebody saw him. And he went, he picked it up, and he put it in the can. And I was getting, I was like. All right, good job. I said, you're so lucky, dude. Johnny C's not here because you would have got taken out. Yeah, I probably still would yell, yell at him. <laughs> yell at him. Yeah, you can recycle that. <laughs> you DB. <laughs> I'm calling Ellen on you. You're going to be on our show today. <laughs> I have a connection with DMZ. <laughs> Instantly, this will be up. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, but it's funny. He looked around, but then he went. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. Is anybody around? Oh, screw it. Screw it. They can just leave that trash there. It's yep. close to the can. Yeah, that, it's close. That's usually when you're walking down the sidewalk and you just trip and fall on your face and you get up. Boop, boop, anybody looking? <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> I slipped on a banana. <laughs> you see that thing back there? Oh, yeah. I think jumped out of nowhere. I had it in my pants. 
You know, we were talking about uh, huh. me being all devastated to uh, no longer be able to set the DVR for Caitlin. I just set the DVR for the very first time last night for uh, a show on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Okay. <laughs> for the very first time. Awesome. I, I, I couldn't even find that. I had, to, I had to push the speak button on the remote. Oprah Winfrey Network. It found it for me. It's not an HD. Oh. Yeah, I don't ever look in the channels that aren't in HD. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I just found HD. <laughs> was it uh, tomorrow night, I guess? Yeah, tomorrow night I said it. They, she's got a show called uh, Where Are They Now? Uh-huh. And they're doing, um, uh, I think they split it amongst two people per episode. But the one I'm interested in is uh, Sammy Hagar. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I guess uh, he's kind of lately been pseudo kind of apologizing to the boys in Van Halen, which is a good sign because uh-huh. maybe we can maybe get some Van Halen touring with Sammy Hagar in the very near future. I mean, there's another guy who has just made unbelievable amounts of money. Uh, he did very good with his... Uh, Sammy's killed it. Yeah, with his uh, Cabo. Uh, was it, tequila? Yeah. I mean, he's... I mean, I've, I've seen a couple of shows on him. Uh, I know CNN had one one interview, and the amount of money he's made has just been crazy. Mm-hmm. He's crushed it, and obviously he had a very successful singing career. Yeah, for years. But I mean, again, here's somebody who branches off into a whole different direction, and I, obviously the product had to be good. I mean, that's the first thing. The name's a name, but you have to have a good product. And uh, he, the numbers they were throwing out, I was like, oh my god, oh yeah, not only a pretty good solo career. But he was in uh, Montrose. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in Van Halen, obviously. Um, they have a group now that kind of, I don't know if they really tour. It's called uh, Chicken Foot. And it's its Chad Smith from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers on drum. He's the one that looks like Will Ferrell. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's got uh, Michael Anthony from Van Halen on bass. And um, uh, on guitar was uh, uh, Satriani. Uh, you know where I did see him recently on the show that you talked about that I watch once in a while and you turned me on to it. I watched it before you mentioned it, but then I started watching it more. He was on Daryl's house. Yeah. Uh, well, that was, uh, they were actually in Cabo for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. They were at, uh, at Sammy's joint, Sammy's Beach Bar Rum. Yeah, but he's he's crushed it. I mean, I mean, he probably he don't have to do anything. I'm sure at this point, if he wants to just hang out, drink tequila, and hang in a hammock, he could do that. Oh yeah, the Waburitos. He's got the other half. I mean, he can constantly be out doing music. And then, like you said, he had huge success with Cabo Wabo Tequila. Uh, he's got a chain, a restaurant chain as well. And then uh, he's got Sammy's Beach Bar Rum too. Unbelievable. Hats off to him. He's an entrepreneur, no doubt about it. Big time. Yeah. In a Bay Area, dude, he was one of my most favorite uh, all-time celebrity meetings. Yeah? It was, yeah, it's just a great memory. We were, oh, I've never heard this. Let me hear this. We were at the uh, uh, Marin Civic Center. Okay. Which is, I believe, famously where um, Peter Frampton did uh, Frampton Alive. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up right now. I believe that's where it was done. Frampton Alive. I don't know if that was there or Madison Square Garden. I'm not sure. Uh, You're probably right. Let me see if I can get this information. I thought it was done at the Marin Civic Center. I'll, anyway, I'll, I'll look into that. Um, but we were there. My One of my good, good, good buddies I graduated high school with. He's now in Tennessee. He's the guy I go up try to take oh, yeah, in a Titans game. Yeah, yes, my, good, my good bub. Jim. His, uh, his old man 
sang in a group called The Storm, and The Storm was a number of guys from Journey put okay. together, and they were fantastic. They were opening for uh, Brian Adams in this. They had like a two-year run doing it. So I saw Brian Adams in The Storm a bunch of times. Well, one particular show was at the Marin Civic Center, mm-hmm. and in between sets, we're backstage, and uh, me and my buddy are out in the backpack, and you know we're we're high school kids, so we're we're smoking some things. Nice. And we're right by this badass Jaguar. Nice. And we're kind of ducked down by it, and there's this little cloud of smoke coming up. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I hear, you like this thing? And I look up, and it's Sammy Hagar. Oh, wow. Right? I was like, yeah, this thing's sweet, man. He's like, yeah, buddy. He's like, yeah, this is mine. He's like, you want to sit in it? We're like, ah, dap, deep, dap. Well, we talked to him a little bit and enjoy a little time with each other. He enjoyed a little of what we had. I'm sure. And, uh, and Always I, an icebreaker. I was, wearing, I was wearing an old Houston Oilers hat. Yeah. And uh, and I had to get Sammy Hagar's autograph. Oh, wow. You have to, right? Yeah. I was like, Sammy, we signed the bill on my hat. And I remember he grabbed it and he's like, man, this thing has been worn in, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah buddy. And uh, I still got the hat. <laughs> you can't really see Sammy's autograph, but you can sort of sees some lines on it but i know yeah Sammy Hagar signed it. that's cool i never heard that story one of the greatest I've, I've met some people in my day but that was my one of my most favorite memories of meeting the celebrity uh, was, he was so freaking cool yeah but the whole story is cool just hanging out your friend by his jag we thought we were dust oh yeah we thought we were so busted that's cool yeah. and then he hung out with you yeah for a couple minutes chatting cool. yeah he was a real cool dude that's cool. If you ever saw him today, would you go up to him? Remember me? I was about a jag. And he might remember it. <laughs> he might. <laughs> yeah, because it's so crazy. <laughs> remember me and you? And, uh, about your jag? You asked me to borrow $20? That was me. I was a kid then. <laughs> That's a great story. That is uh, that is very, very cool. And you know what makes it so cool is that he was okay. You know what I mean? Like He wasn't like, oh, what the hell are you doing? Get away from my car. And that says a lot about him. And by the way, I'm looking right now. I guess the Frampton Comes Alive, uh, it looks like it was recorded at four different places, one of which the Marin County Civic Center in San Rafael, California. Very cool. The other one is the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco, Long Island Arena in Comrack, New York, and the SUNY Plattsburgh in Plattsburgh, New York. That album was it. That was his jam. Oh, yeah. They, when did it come out? Like 76, 77? 76 is what it says. Yeah, good yeah. call. Yeah, and yeah. it was recorded in uh, June 16, 1975 at the Marin County Civic Center. I remember him playing at Madison Square Garden going, everybody wanted to go. I mean, he was, at that time, he was it. Nobody was bigger than Peter Frampton. Right. Uh, and everybody had to go see him at MSG. And he would he have, like, he had like four or five singles off that album. Oh, yeah. At least, where it just crushed it. And I think at that time, I think that was the all-time album sold at that time, within uh, 76, 77. It broke all kind of records. Hmm. And then it got surpassed by a couple other bands. I, I think it was number one, and then I think Super Tramp passed it. Yeah, were those both albums you packed when you were in the, uh, in the trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working for the yeah, record yeah, company? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Super Tramp, Breakfast in America, and Peter Frampton uh, live. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Frampton comes alive. And Frampton was a, a fold-up. You know when you had you like you could open it up and you saw him playing guitar. Yeah, I think that uh, that might have been a duel. Yeah, yeah, might have been. Yep. Uh, we come back. We'll start the giving, ladies and gentlemen. We'll give you guys a chance to get a pair of tickets for Game of Thrones live concert experience. We'll do it next on the Penthouse Raw Radio. <laughs> Listening to the penthouse brought to you by offleaseonly.com. 
Now back to the penthouse on Real Radio 94.3 and on the Treasure Coast at 1017. Look, I think everybody agrees we all like to save money, and that's why you need to consider when you're going to buy your Apple products to get over to my friends at Experimax so you can save big bucks. They got iMacs, MacBooks, iPhones, iPads, and all the accessories you need and more. Experimac, they buy, sell, trade, and repair anything Apple. It's your one-stop shop for Apple devices and repairs. And they're now offering extended warranties and financing. If your phone is not holding the charge as long as it used to, or you got a busted phone, a cracked tablet, Experimac can fix it. No more booking appointments, waiting around for hours. Experimac offers same-day service with satisfaction guaranteed. Life is busy enough, and Experimac will fix your phone while you wait and get you back on the road. And if you're a business that uses Apple products, call Experimac for a free on-site consultation. They will come to you. Online, Experimac.com, West Palm, southern out west of the Turnpike at Sandsbury, and now in Boynton, that's gateway west of I-95. Go experience Mac differently. It's Experimac. I'm Johnny. Greek's right here. Good afternoon, people. Jimothy, how's things? Mighty fine. Hello. 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 I'm going to have to pull up the Love Doctors cam and see if I can see Jimothy. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Get a nice shot of the back of my head. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jimothy, I see what you're wearing today. <laughs> a lot of neighborhoods, that'll get you 20 bucks. Uh, I know. I got to start wearing pants again. This stinks. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? You don't have to wear pants. <laughs> Were you sure it's you're fine? They're going to put a timer on that anyway. It's only going to go on 2 o'clock to 7. Yeah, probably eventually here. Huh? Yeah, they said they're going to yeah. get in a couple weeks. Sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see Jimothy right now. Nice. Yeah. Just hey, stay Jimothy. off the porn, bro. Turn around and wave at us, Jimothy. <laughs> I'm waving now. Is there a delay? Uh, there must be a delay. Oh, yeah, no, not bad at all, actually. About four or five seconds. Yeah, no, not bad at all. Hey, Jimothy, you're not even going to turn around while you wave at me, though? You're just going to wave at me? back of your head you, you put on the cam and he's got his feet up <laughs> smoking a cigar what a course yeah. <laughs> busting my ass in his penthouse yeah killing myself here <laughs> oh good he turns around thank you jim <laughs> he uh he answers when he answers the phone he bangs on the thing and pops up <laughs> penthouse hello hello hey it's charlie <laughs> what can i do for you today buddy <laughs> you want a veal cutlet <laughs> how about some wings <laughs> Oh, God. That's awesome. If you guys uh, are going to go check out Jimothy on the Love Doctors cam, you can. You're welcome to. And it's free. We also got the Greek cam going, the CCTV agent Greek cam currently going. And about nine minutes from now, we'll give you your shot to get the uh, comedy code for today and try to win those Oddball Comedy Festival tickets. And we say it every day. The Greek cam is on borrowed time. You don't know when it could end. It could end in two seconds. Johnny could just stretch right now in front of me and go, that's it. And it's done. That's it's right. out. That's right. Of course, it's always brought to you by a half-price mattress. Yeah. Live life, sleep right. And if something happens to me, somebody else will be in this chair. Because the show must go on. It must go yeah. on. Go on, people. Uh, and if you didn't get over yesterday to the penthouse page and check out any of our videos, the one that... Because I know a lot of people like to see not-so-great things. We like to... <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. We watch videos where you're like, oh, man, that's that was kind of horrific. Uh, there was yesterday we posted a video of the uh, Rio 2016 top 10 fails compilation. Okay. And the last two are really devastating. Okay. There was the um, the weightlifter that uh, uh, hyperextended his elbow. When oh, he, God. oh, man, it was so bad. And the other one was the, uh, um, the um, gymnast. 
and I don't remember the countries they were from, but the gymnast that broke his leg, that oh. leg break. Oh, oh, that was horrible. Oh. I saw that video when uh, the, the day that it happened, and it got posted on social media right away, and Ugh. that was horrific. Yeah, horrible. that's not to watch. It's so bad. But if you guys uh, like that stuff, and I know many of you do, the, the, the last two on that compilation that we put up there for you, uh, that's Penthouse Page or RealRadio943.com. The last two on that video are just, ah, oh. Hey, I like They're the rough. I like the ones like somebody's cooking in a kitchen a pancake and they flip it and it never comes down. It never comes yeah. down. It sticks up to the ceiling. <laughs> Those and are they, great. And they look around like, ah. Oh. What is this, Bugs Bunny? Uh, you look around and you're like, um, babe. Instead of two pancakes, how about one each? <laughs> how do you feel about eggs? <laughs> how do eggs sound right about now? How about a cucumber? Sliced. Oh, I like Ooh. cucumber. Yeah. Yeah, I like a good cucumber cold. A little salt and pepper on there? What are you doing? Yeah. A little a- mayonnaise? How are you doing this? I just like a little salt and pepper. When I was a kiddo, my mom used to make me cucumber sandwiches. Oh, you wow. You ever have a cucumber sandwich? No, I never did. Yeah, that's because you didn't grow up poor. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I, it was something my, my mom liked and I, I remember trying it one time and i was hooked as a little guy i was like these are the jam mom yeah. tomato sandwiches cucumber sandwiches they're so good we had a lot of stuff with tomatoes on it but we never had just tomatoes yeah yeah it was awesome little mayonnaise salt and pepper whatever bread you're working with my mom used to go to this farm in jersey because jersey has famous tomatoes supposedly Fa- famous tomatoes in jersey yeah i learned something new every day right jimmy yeah, Jersey tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, they're always- of course. What <laughs> <laughs> they're called? Duh, Johnny C. You dumbass! <laughs> Don't you know anything? <laughs> How'd you get on the radio? That's that's because of the image of the state. Yeah, that's the, it. the image of the state is the northeast part that's that's an extension of New York City, but the rest of the state is it has the name Garden State for a reason. The Garden State, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she used to You're growing with smokestacks. <laughs> <laughs> Wise guy. <laughs> so she she just go to farm and get these tomatoes. I remember bringing back. She was always proud. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. you get some good tomatoes. You have something to be proud of. I went to the farm today, G. And I was a kid. I was like, all right. Who cares? But that's good. <laughs> How are the cows? <laughs> How are the carrots? <laughs> Did you get any plums? Yeah, what do you got? I'm looking for some plums. I'm still waiting on our plums. <laughs> yeah, Jersey tomatoes were very famous. Thank you, Jimmy, for adding a little bit. Absolutely of tr- nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we like about you is consistency. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we get it Monday to Friday, 10 to 2. <laughs> yeah, it looks like about the figure they come up with on the yearly is about 62 million pounds of uh, tomatoes. Nice. Yeah. Imagine uh, Monday you pull up the uh, cam and you see Jimmy in the back at the studio playing horseshoes. <laughs> Well, if that's what you want to call it today, big boy. <laughs> He's playing horseshoes with some older gentlemen. The guy's got sandals on and white tube socks. That's a good look. Smoking a butt. I prefer the black socks with my uh, with my flip flops. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go better with the sandals. Mm-hmm. An old Miami Marlin jersey, Bobby Benia. <laughs> wow. Ooh. And drinking some red wine. <laughs> Ah, right, now there you lost me. <laughs> There's an afternoon. That's what the guy's drinking. You're drinking your beer. <laughs> Absolutely. What you got in the bubba? That's it. Coors. Nice. Charlie, thanks for your patience and welcome. You're in the penthouse on Real Radio. How are you, Charlie? It's no problem. You guys are always worth the wait. Oh, thanks, bub. 
By the way, I've had Jersey tomatoes. They are definitely the bomb. Well, I'm going to have to uh, pay attention at the supermarket and see if I can get me some Jersey tomatoes. Yes, you believe me, you will, you will not regret it, Johnny. All right, excellent. I'm a I'm a farmers market guy, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll look around. I like yeah. to I try to keep it local whenever possible. We can drive up. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Ooh, do that road tonight? trip. We'll do that tonight. You got seafood hey, Friday for you. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. Go for it. Have yourself a ball. Nice. I like the way you think, Charlie. Anyway, today, tonight, you know, we got we got ourselves the the second exhibition game, the Jets and the Redskins. Now, I happen to be lucky enough. I get all the preseason games at home. That's a very lucky. After, yes, and after seeing the Jacksonville game last week, it was very sloppy the way they played. But um, I'm hoping week two they get a little more tired, a little more cohesive. Because let's face it, Jacksonville, their first game didn't look that impressive either. Just as who was who passed the stink test better. So I'm thinking that uh, the Jets will pull out the Redskins probably by the same score. I'll give them about three and a half on preseason. Yeah, they're getting three and a half tonight. So uh, mm-hmm. you, you can, uh, if you think they're going to win, you can get plus 170 on the money line, Charlie. Well, hey, no, but also, too, we got a second game. We got the Giants who stunk out the joint last Friday night against the Dolphins. I will say it. They played lousy, horrible, horrendous, bad, and the story. It sounds like it wasn't yeah. good. No, it was not good at all. Now, here's a little interesting side note for you. They're playing the Bills tonight, but normally. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Chuck. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Tomorrow Mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. But here's a little side note that you guys should know. And it's actually tomorrow afternoon. Four o'clock. Right. Four o'clock, yeah. But the problem is this, you see. Because of Olympic coverage, the local NBC station, which normally carries all the Giants preseason games, won't be carrying it. And I happen to get NBC4 out of New York on my satellite. It'll be on the NFL Network. Yeah, it might no, be. It won't, it won't be. I believe it is. I believe uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's doubleheader is the uh, the Giants and the Bills and then the um, uh, Ravens and the Colts. Well, I'll have to check that out because the thing is, I was thinking that it would probably be on CW9 out of New York because it was last, the last first game was on that station last week. Yeah, tonight you got the uh, Dolphins and Cowboys on the NFL Network at 8, and then, uh, like I said, tomorrow you got the doubleheader, and I, I believe it starts with the Giants and Bills at 4. Well, hey, listen, if, it, if that's the way it is, I'll t- check it out after I after I say goodbye, but definitely that would be nice, because, you know, Saturday, you know, I want to watch watch my guys play, and tonight I'm going to watch my guys play, and why not? I got the best seats in the house. Perfect. Well, we hope you we, we hope you enjoy the hell out of the games, Chuck. Hey, listen, but you know something? Right now, I'm relaxed and calm because you know, in two weeks, I'm going back into the hospital for that procedure. In two oh. weeks, so, you're going back in the hospital for what procedure? I am going in for an exploratory to check and see what's going on in my stomach because you know that I was sick recently. So I just well, they want to see what's going on, me to find out what I'm dealing with. Huh? Well, we hope everything works out, Charlie. Our prayers will be with you. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Before I go, I have a question to ask you. Whatever happened to Franny? Uh, Franny left us about five weeks. Four yeah, weeks? About around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she was one of six years, and she stepped into another career and doing very, very well. Well, you can talk to her and speak to her. Tell her that I say a big hello. Oh, Charlie, from my heart to your heart. You got it. Oh, you guys are heart to heart. Hey, listen, guys. Yes, buddy. Have yourself a great weekend in Greek. Yes. You always must promise me one thing. You know what that is, Greek? Yes. Stay the same. Stay in the money, Greek. I will. Stay the same, stay the same, and stay in the money, and there should be more people like me. I'll promise you all that. <laughs> why, why not, Greek? 
<laughs> I love you, Jolly. I hope you're feeling better, buddy. We need you around all football season. Hey, listen. As they say, go big, go baby. You take care. You got it, buddy. Love you. Stop All the right. bone. Hey, thanks, Joey. Stop the bone. Stop the hey, bone. Hey, you crazy old bastard. He's a great guy, Charlie. We love him. If you ever got clipped by anybody, the uh, word would be Giants by three, Jets by three. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Let's get our uh, comedy code going, ladies and gentlemen. RealRadio943.com on the Greek cam. Uh, you will have access to today's comedy code. And then uh, we'll put it up there for about 45 seconds or so. And if you do get over to the Greek cam and you do pick up today's comedy code and then you're the first one through at 877-927-6969 with today's comedy code, you will score a pair of tickets for the Oddball Comedy Festival August 25 at the Perfect Vodka Amphitheater. There it is, people. Little effort. It's a little. It's not a lot. And you will be very happy and see a great show. I don't think it's much to ask. I don't believe it's much to ask, no. It's just not much to ask. Mm-mm. Just a small little hoop. Baby little hoop to jump through, Greek. Kind of what it boils down to. That's it. Do what you got to do. Who do you like tonight? You like the uh, Dolphins or the Cowboys tonight? Cowboys minus two. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins because of their rotation at a quarterback, and I am rooting for your boy who you turned me on to from Western Kentucky. Uh, Brandon Dowdy? Yeah, I think he's good. I really like him. He came in last week. He did a good job. Uh, very impressed, like the whole world at Prescott last week with the Cowboys. Uh, but I think the Dolphins are going to win, and I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, too. I think it'll go over the total. Uh, 40 and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Jets and uh, Redskins. Redskins minus three and a half. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with the Jets because of the quarterback rotation again with Geno and Fitzy. He's going to play a little bit more. Um, and uh, I think the Jets, uh, I'll take the Jets. Nothing crazy. I like the Dolphins more tonight. And then your other game tonight is uh, Cardinals and Chargers. It's Chargers laying one and a half. I'm not going to bet every game. I like the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Jets, the over in the Dolphin game, and the Cardinals for a, a nightcap. <laughs> we'll call it a three-teamer. I'm not going to chase all night. Right. Oh, 10-05? Right. <laughs> but I'm definitely playing the Calgary Stampeders tonight. Nice. <laughs> I had a couple of things with CFL. I got it. When you're really like... I mean, again, if you're jonesing, and I don't know where that name came from, but we'll use it, and you'll take anything. I mean, just something. Hey, I'll see what time uh, my next don't ever take it out is garbage tomorrow. <laughs> 10 to 7 or 10 after 8? <laughs> what do you want to bet? 200 on it? <laughs> give, me that, give me that code there. Good luck, everybody. Hopefully you guys got today's comedy code. It shouldn't be hard to win a prize. And we make it as easy as we can. We really do. I mean, it's a layup. I mean, uh, when we give away prizes, this this one's the toughest that we, we ask you to do anything is click on the cam to get the code. But otherwise, it's just be the lucky one through. Can't beat that. Yeah, we make, we make it very inviting. I want you guys to win. This way you're happy. When you're happy, you do more. And you'll tell people more to listen to real radio because we make you happy. That's what I told our big boss today. The happier I am, the better everybody else will do. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> Get in my office, great. I think I made a speech when he wasn't in his office this morning. <laughs> it was probably better received that way. <laughs> it's right about six fifteen. I walked in. Let me tell you something. And then, like, people are walking by and they look behind their desk and there's nobody there. He's in there talking to himself. <laughs> that would be a great reality thing, like a YouTube video. <laughs> See a guy talking to his boss. And another thing, why do I got to do all chips work on Fridays? 
You guys go play golf. Oh, I'm sick of it. Man, I'm sick of hearing about Chip. That dude does nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. He sucks. Just because he banged the right person in accounting? I want more money. The person always why there's nobody behind the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be awesome. I'd be totally awesome. You just look at the person like, what the hell is he doing? Who's he talking to? Anytime somebody like you thinks talking to themselves and they catch themselves, it's the greatest thing to have. You nail them, you're like, who are you talking to? It's something like you don't like not call somebody out on. You're like, hey, what are you doing? It's like when somebody comes out of the men's room, you're like, hey, uh, your fly's open, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had to do that. <laughs> But there is a first for everything. That was for you, Jimmy. <laughs> Watch that happen tonight. And be like, that's so weird. Greek just brought that up today. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was the one on the whole swimmer thing. But man, <laughs> he doesn't lose a beat on stuff like this. <laughs> you talking about David Schwimmer? <laughs> <laughs> you mean AKA Rob Kardashian? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was uh, reading about David Schwimmer yesterday, and he was saying that. Uh, uh, through friends being a celebrity, like kind of ruined relationships, personal relationships for him. Yeah. And it kind of made him a little like recluse. Like he just wanted to just hide away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read the same article. Yeah. Messed up his relationships. People, uh, it took, uh, took years to kind of build back up. Now what it was, uh, and I'm, I'm a little confused. Oh, uh, who was Joey? What was his name? Uh, that's, um, Matt LeBlanc. Oh, thank right? you. Yes, Jimothy. That's perfect. Matt and LeBlanc. Now, he just said recently he doesn't go out anymore. Yeah, you were saying that the other day. I, yeah. I didn't read about that, but. Yeah, he doesn't go out anymore. He's got a son and a uh, similar situation because of the friend's fame and uh, certain things that have happened in his life. And he's become a little bit of a recluse. Also worried about, God forbid, somebody bothering him or his son. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how people can react. They're pretty recognizable. Yeah, they definitely are. I mean, they had a long, long run. They did very, very well. Uh, great success. But, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. I think more your family and friends and you hear it with ball players how they react or what they expect mm -hmm. or, or, you know, if they call you for help or a situation and you don't help them and, you know, their reaction. And like he's saying, uh, David Schimmer, how the uh, relationships ended and stuff like that. Uh, some people think you get big time or something like that. Oh, you forget the old neighborhood. I mean, wh what do you want me to do for the old neighborhood? Like put new lights up? I mean, like, really? <laughs> I, I crack up when I hear that segment. Like that say people saying it. He forgot the old neighborhood. He forgot where he came from. What do you want him to do? Walk down the block of Main Street and give everybody 500? I think that's what they want him to do, yeah. I mean, you know, you remember where you came from. And you definitely, definitely resent, you know, represent them every day in a good way. But I don't think you're obligated to go back to your old neighborhood and, hey, Mrs. Johnson, here's 12 grand. I knew you want to get your roof fixed. <laughs> just come back to the old neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think that you have to do it. Do you? I mean, you know. No, no, it's not, it's not necessary. It's great when you do. Yeah, it's but... nice, but you don't have to. Uh -uh. And I don't think if you do, if you don't, excuse me, doesn't make you less of a person. You're no. not obligated to do anything. You had success. You went out there, did well. God bless you. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you hear that a lot. Forgot about where he came from. It's too much entitlement. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I, what am I going to do? Put a tie and ice stand on the corner in the old neighborhood? That would be nice, Greg. There you go. Lemon ice for everybody free. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Have some pretzels. Can we throw in a pretzel? Oh, oh sure. Uh, unsalted or salted? Light mustard. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's still tough to get a good pretzel down here, but there has been a couple couple places that have a good pretzel. You know what? Uh, NYY, the steak restaurant at the Seminole Casino, Coconut Creek, they have good pretzels. One and, of your spots, huh? Yeah, yeah. You would never think that, but they uh, have pretzels on the menu. Obviously, they have fantastic steak, but they have uh, good pretzels there, too. Yeah. And nice mustard. Nice mustard. Pretty nice. <laughs> you know, it was the way it's that, important. <laughs> little things. Uh, I was sitting there one night and they have an inside and outside and the outside is a little unique. It's a little bit. It's outside. That's what makes it unique. <laughs> you, no, no kidding. There's like all this fresh air. It's weird. They just, I think they pump it in or out. Maybe they pump it out. They bump it out. Right. And I was sitting in the back table and I remember there's a picture of Ron Guidry of the uh, New York Yankees, Louisiana Lightning. And I was sitting out there, and uh, the woman came out to me, and she said, you want to get anything? I got a pretzel and a water, and I wanted to order a steak, and I hung out, and I got a steak. And after a while, I was sitting out there, and I I was watching some football game. It was a college football game. All right. Uh, I crapped out inside, so I had nothing left. And I remember going with somebody, so I had to stay. And I was out there for, like, a long time. And, I like, I thought for a while they almost forgot about me, but they didn't. And then the lady kept coming out. She said, eventually she came out. She says, you're okay. I figured you're okay. You don't. You didn't seem like you wanted to drink. I said, no, I'm okay. I'm a little lonely. If you want to sit down. <laughs> Pull up a chair. <laughs> Pick a city. Pick a city. <laughs> uh, can you give me a pretzel? <laughs> yeah, and some of the mustard, too. Yeah, but the pretzel was awesome there. So, you want a good pretzel, NYY steak. Nice, good endorsement. Yeah, it really is. Great steak, and I like the plates because their plates have all the numbers of the Yankees, like all the retired Yankees. Oh yeah, they have the plates on there. So you just uh, you just name them off. Yeah, my dad was. Just that. bring me a stack of plates. <laughs> Give me a stack of plates. I want to play a little game with myself. Yeah, I already know them. <laughs> <laughs> now my dad wanted a number seven, Mickey Mantle. He liked the plate, and he was like, "Ah, that's cool, G." I said, "You want to get a plate? We'll get a plate." I said, come over here. Lift up your jacket. Come here. <laughs> then I go, I said, I don't have a plate. How am I supposed to eat? Can you crouch when you walk out? <laughs> this guy with me stealing plates. Now tuck that in. Cross your arms. All right. See you at the car. How brutal would that be? You're walking out like a real nice place. You take a plate or an ashtray and it drops just as you're like passing a major D section. <laughs> hey, great meal. See you again. Someone just throw that at me? <laughs> Did you see that? Who was that? Someone Better just, was a Boston fan. Someone just threw an ashtray at me. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be insane. Was that Manny Ramirez? Who was that? Just Manny being Manny. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that, though? Oh, my God. That was Big, awesome, Johnny. Who just threw that? Big Pappy. <laughs> I gave 20% tip. <laughs> jerks everywhere. My God, there's Greeks everywhere throwing blades. These jerks are everywhere. Opa. Guys, if you've been paying attention, we give you 10 chances every weekday to get out to the sold-out 2016 iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's September 23rd and 24th, the new T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And we've had some sister stations have some success. I want to get somebody in our audience, so please, everybody that's interested, try to get this done. Try to win your tickets to the sold-out 2016 iHeartRadio Music Festival, and maybe you will win the ultimate VIP experience as well. If you're a finalist, first-class round-trip airfare, VIP ground transportation, a penthouse at the Aria Sky Suites, private sound checks with the artist, and VIP after-party access. You get a spa package and professional hair and makeup, private helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. I can go on, and I will. Your own personal photographer, a brand-new 2017 Mazda CX-3, and they have added 
$10,000 to spend on whatever you want. Your next chance is in minutes. Pay attention. It's the Penthouse Real Radio. You're listening to the Penthouse, brought to you by OffLeaseOnly.com. Now back to the penthouse on Real Radio 94.3 and on the Treasure Coast at 1017. All right, one more segment for you guys. We'll get you up into your love doctors. Johnny C, Greek's right here. Yep. Jimothy Abatar 1. Good afternoon. And we also have one more hookup for you guys as well. Let's get you guys going with your $100 gift card for New York Prime. 2350 Northwest Executive Center Drive in Boca. You go to NewYorkPrime.com and get all kinds of details. Thanks to our friends with New York Prime, we have a $100 gift card for you, 877-927-6969. That's the toll-free number, and if you are the lucky one through, get your info to Jimothy. You know the drill. As long as you're eligible to win a prize, you got a $100 gift card for New York Prime, 877-927-6969. Good luck, everybody. Congratulations to our winner. Yeah, you will love it. I've been there many times. Uh, awesome place, great food. Uh, the sponsor of Seafood Fridays every week and great steak. So stop by and uh, ask for Nick. He's, uh, yeah, he's a uh, mainstay there and he'll take care of you. Say Greek sent you and uh, have yourself a good time. You had uh, you got a little uh, near prime in your life today, huh? A little it's, Seafood Friday. Yeah, I said one uh, Friday when your schedule's a little clearer and uh, we're going to get you down there with me and uh, have a good time. And uh, also we got our... Uh, we got our big fantasy football draft. I'm going to do my first one ever, which is nice because Johnny's going to jump in and do everything for me, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> and man, we, we got a lot going on, and we really do. So uh, we'll tell you, details to follow. Always something going on in the penthouse. Right? Yep. Top floor, baby. You going to get uh, you gonna get out and go see War Dogs? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You want to go together? <laughs> you want to go? do the show for the theater? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want to go see War Dogs. I think it looks unbelievable funny. And I think it's a great story. Uh, I'm always intrigued when it's, you know, there's they always say, like, true story. And then I know, obviously, they add a little to make it a little Hollywood. Sure. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I want to go see it. I definitely do. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Jonah Hill's great. Oh, uh, he's so funny. I think him and Miles Teller together are going to be fantastic. The trailers look great. It definitely has me intrigued. Oh, yeah. I, want to see it. I don't know if I'll make it to the uh, box office for it or not, but uh, it will definitely be one I will check out. Yeah. I uh, want to check it out. I think Jonah Hill is so funny. He was, I thought he was hilarious in um, The Wolf of Wall Street, the whole character he played. Still haven't seen that either. Yeah, you'll like that. I think you'll like it. I, it was one of those roles where a lot of stuff he does, maybe not, is supposed to be funny, but the way he does it is, I thought it was very funny. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he's a great actor and funny. So check it out. I'm excited for that. I think it comes out August 18th. Uh, so it was out last night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. I think it is August 18th. I think it's out this weekend. Hey, maybe I'll go see it tonight. Hey, Warren. Well, hey, I got something to do. There you go. Uh, hup, hup, got Eureka. Some, I got something on the agenda. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That would really much, pretty much uh, fall intact that if it is out tonight. Oh, it's definitely out tonight. Yeah. Oh, cool. If it opened last night, then uh, good for them. Yeah. Get, get a little advanced jump on the weekend. That's awesome. But yeah, you'll be able to find it everywhere. Thanks, Johnny. Always again. Fell in the blanks for me. You got it, G. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive around tonight for 11 hours. What the hell am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? I guess I'll just drive around. That's it. <laughs> 
uh, Jimothy's getting our uh, our winner all dialed in here, and then we'll slide it in and do some WWGD. What do you say? I'm ready to go and try to help whoever I can. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, look at look at him multitasking up there. He's unbelievable. WWGD. It's brought to you by our good friends at Tito's Handmade Vodka. You're getting a special Friday weekend kickoff edition. Ooh, let's dive in. We'll go to uh, Palmage Gardens. We got Jason here. Um, so Jason did a little referral situation here. And uh, to a friend of his, and he was promised a finder fee for the referral. Been down this road before, haven't you? Yep. And uh, he's like, uh, all right, so I got a guy. He's looking to invest uh, this six-figure investment. And uh, here's a buddy. I got. So he put them all together, and they agreed on a fee. And then he found out that the investor that gave him actually a lot more money than he was anticipating. And... I guess, as you might imagine, the buddy that he referred to is pretty pleased. Sure. Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, everybody's happy in this situation, and everybody's really, really sitting pretty. And his broker friend cashed in pretty well. Is, in your opinion, Greek, is it wrong after the fee has been decided when there's a certain figure in mind for the investment? Is it wrong to go back after the fact and actually try to renegotiate a bigger referral fee because he feels like uh feels like everybody's doing real well in this situation except for him what would uh, what would greek do in this situation he didn't do his homework first of all i mean wrong or right you can do whatever you want it's a little school body i mean after the fact you're gonna go back the guy gave you a deal he said if you throw him it's common with everything you hear it no matter if it's selling number two pencils if you get somebody for me i'm gonna throw you a little bit back and that's a smart businessman to go back now, I don't think is right. Now, if his friend on his own wanted to do it and said, hey, you know, Johnny came. I thought he was going to give me three apples. He gave me 300. I feel like I owe you more. Then that's fine, obviously. But you cut the deal and stick with the deal and learn from this deal. Mm-hmm. Next time when you negotiate, maybe have a little bit of a plateau and say, hey, if he gives you X, I want this. If he gives you Y, I want that. There you go. This way you don't know where it's going, but you're always protected. I think to go back after you make a deal is not a good deal for you. And I think it says something about you. I wouldn't be pleased with it. I'd be like, that's the deal we cut. You didn't say anything to me. Now, me being me, if I found it this way, I would probably give the guy a little extra. I go back to him and say, hey, you know what? Here's a little couple things for you. It's worked out better than I thought. But that's you. Yeah. Right. But I'm sorry. You did the deal. And you, you got... And look at it this way. It's how you look at everything in life. You got paid on something you really didn't do anything for. That's right. You just picked up the phone. You put two friends together. I've done it a lot of times with stuff, and I got absolutely zipped. Not a maybe heartache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you if, it, uh, if I heard about it. But I, I don't think you should go back. That's not me. Just plan a little bit better in the future and yeah, put yourself in a better position. But one other thing I'll also don't fish either when you talk to the kid. Like if you're like, hey, how's so and so doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. you sure are kicking it up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you if it really gets in your crawl, then go. Then say something. Don't and and again, he's gonna do what he wants to do. I wouldn't do anything. But if you're gonna do it, do it now. Don't go six months from now or the holidays and you bring it up like, hey, I got screwed on that deal, right? I wouldn't say anything, but if you want to say something, today's the day to say it. Time is of the essence. Yep. Good luck there, Jason. Uh, let's go to Boca. We got Vicky, who is engaged to be married. Greek. Ah. What a mistake. Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And uh, date's all set. 
this November. Things are getting good until her fiance's, her father-in-law, future father-in-law passes away. And then this large lump of money gets left to her fiance. And he had no idea it was coming, actually. Since then, Vicky says he's been acting very, very differently. And he's now even talking about pushing back the wedding to early next year. No specific date. They did have a date set. They had all the balls rolling on here. She knows that you lost your dad recently. And she's kind of wondering exactly how to handle this one here. She doesn't want to push him away, obviously. But he is not acting like the same guy. And granted, he just lost his dad. Yep. What are you thinking about this? What would Greek do? Uh, I think anytime losing somebody you love is very difficult. It was the first time I went through it, and it was hard, and it still is hard. Uh, the the thing of finalization is the most dramatic thing for me. It's yeah, done. It's done. Uh, I could tell you there was a situation that happened to me when it was going on that if I went one direction or not, I would have been very angry with somebody in my life. So I think you have to, in a way, give him his space. I think if you push him, and I think at a time when somebody loses somebody they love, you're emotional. You just are. Whether you people say, oh, I was prepared or I'm, I can handle it, you are still emotional and upset. And I think what she should try to do right now is give him his rope and say, that's fine. If you want to do this, I'm with you no matter what. If you start seeing other things happen where maybe he says, uh, maybe we shouldn't be engaged or he's seeing you less or things like that, mm. then that's a little bit of a red flag. The money will change people, and it also changes people when they don't know. Because all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God. Wow, look at this. This is a different situation. I could see her side because she'd be like, hey, you love me enough. You want to marry me whatever date, June 10th, and now all of a sudden you don't want to? Well, the tough part is is that she's confusing the wanting to push back the marriage because of the money or wanting to push back the marriage because of his loss. Yeah. I think she's trying to sort that out in her, on her own versus talking to him about it. Yeah, I think you want to think it's because of the loss, but I would tend to think you're going to think, oh, he's got money in his pocket, and all of a sudden his life and his landscape of his life has changed. It's very possible. Yeah. But it's also very possible that, you know, this is going to be one of the happiest days of my life, and I, I can't be as happy as I want to be this early. That's right. And, that's why, and you also could feel a little guilty in celebrating. Uh, there was something that happened in my life about – I don't know, 40 days, 45 days after my dad passed, and I just wasn't cool with it. And somebody said to me, you don't seem too excited. I said, I'm still not in a good spot. So I think what I'm trying to say, and I think Johnny just brings up a good point, is give him his rope. If you start seeing other things happen, then I would be like, okay, pushing a date back was one thing I understand. But if you start seeing other things happen, then it might be, hey, this isn't going down the right path. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And it's pretty simple. I mean, it's like a business deal. And I told somebody just yesterday, he had a deal go bad for him. I said, every phone call you were getting, they were pulling farther and farther away. You had to see it wasn't going in the right direction. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, it, 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 you know, the phone call stopped. They're a little bit less. So you know what goes on. But when somebody loses somebody they're close to, and it's a loved one, it's hard. Yeah. Good luck there, Vicky. I, I know it's hard to not let your mind drift to the bad side of things, but it could just be that he's 
mentally not ready for this right now. Yeah, and then sometimes you could come across which you may not even be is insensitive. Mm-hmm. That the person might be like, well, you, just, you know, what do you don't care? Got to got to communicate a little bit better. Yeah, and obviously he needs you right now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, let's go to wrap it up with uh, Julian and Jupiter here. A couple of years ago, Julian came out of the closet, Greek, as uh, proud and gay. Must be such a relief. Good for him. The family did not receive the news very well, and relationships have been changed dramatically, including the one with his brother. It's been virtually non-existent since then. Well, now, there goes. Now the brother's on hard times and is reaching out to Julian for money. And he knows he's coming to him for his own reasons. And... There's a big part of Julian here that wants to help him out, but it's selfish because he thinks this might be the bridge to get the relationship back. Just wants him back in his life, really. Even though there was no support whatsoever, in fact, the exact opposite, when he was going through a tough time where he needed his friends and family to lean on. Uh, What do you think here? What would Greek do in this very unique situation? This is so tough because... Like, what uh, happened when you came out of the closet? (laughs) People started coming for you for money. <laughs> and I did not see that coming. <laughs> Game ball, Johnny Z. Wow, in the 12th hour here. I just got it in there. I was going with Jimmy. I got to be honest with you. It was close. Um, it was the Jersey Tomatoes, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, Jimmy had it with the Jersey Tomatoes yeah. earlier. And the Pinocchios reference. Damn it. Um, Screwed again. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's about scoring late there, Jim. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? I need that ball at a two-yard line every now and then. Johnny's got a little advantage because he looks right at me and he crosses his arms. So <laughs> yeah. He goes, what was it like when you came out? Yeah, break this down for Julian. Um, the thing you are setting yourself up for possibly is all fake and, again, being let down. Because yeah. if you give him the money and then, again... He's, you know, honky-dory with you for a little while, and then all of a sudden he drifts off. Wow, are you going to be angry? Yep. So I think he has to measure in his head, has he done enough already to try to save the relationship? And if he has, then he might walk away and say, look, bro, you know, you obviously didn't respect me and had such a strong opinion about it. If I'm not good enough for my lifestyle, then I guess my money's not. Yeah. I mean, only he knows these answers. Now he could do the bigger thing and be like, hey, I'll help you out. You're my brother. I love you. And maybe this will make their relationship get back. Mm-hmm. And maybe his brother will see him in a different light because maybe his brother will say, hey, he's still my brother and I love him no matter what. Right. But you are. He's already been disappointed once. Once. So if he goes back again, it's cool. But if you get disappointed again, why are you going to be upset? And you're going to be out of money. Mm-hmm. Julian, you'll be like, I'll give you the money, but I want to bang your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's so brutal. <laughs> uh, and it, I know this is not, it doesn't matter, but it matters to me. What is the amount? And he's not saying, you no. know, if it's $500, okay. $300 is one thing. If he needs 10, 20 grand, screw. Yeah. <laughs> Bounce off, buddy. Yeah, that, Bounce off. It is. I can see him standing firmly on both sides of this fence. Yeah. Because again, you're, you're really, you know, you're, you stepped away from me. Mm-hmm. You love me. You love me no matter what. And you turned your back on me and yeah. proved that you don't love me no matter what. Uh, it also says something about him that the stones he has, because he really didn't care before, but now he's got to be desperate. Yep. 
So uh, I would think about it long and hard. Maybe you want to even have a cup of coffee with him and explain to him how you feel. Say you justify maybe what- Pinocchio's at the end of the strip <laughs> down there by Walgreens. I can't do this. <laughs> Game ball. Game ball. Johnny C. Not only did they just cover, they went for two. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I would say to him. Say to him, why should I give you this money? You tell me. Mm-hmm. And if you can convince me, I'll give it to you. Hey, that's fair. Me for a cup of coffee. You get the uh, you get the floor. Go ahead. Tell I'm me. All, I'm all ears. Convince me why I should give you this Because right now, I don't And it's have... going to be because I'm your brother. Well, that's not good enough. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Pinocchio's. <laughs> End of the strip down by the Walgreens, Jimothy. You know where it is. Yep, 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 yep. And if anybody does find Pinocchio's this weekend, let us know. Yeah. Probably get there by cab, too. <laughs> Just saying. Because you said, Johnny and I work together, and I said something about a website that turned out to be true. <laughs> yeah, so. Tag us if you're Pinocchio's this weekend. <laughs> and it was an email. <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Uh, WWGD, keep sending the emails to johnnyc at iheartmedia.com. We'll break them down typically on a Wednesday. Occasionally, you'll get a Friday edition, a special edition of WWGD, brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. So are Greeks parting words for all the little Greeksters each and every day as they hear this music and sit right up close by the speakers, turn it up loud. Profound words uh, known as Greeks parting words brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. I just think it's a lesson in life we've seen this week. Do not lie. It's not a good thing. A professional athlete lied and he put himself in a big blank storm. It's so much easier to tell the truth. And you know what? It says so much more about your character. And take it from me. I'm a character. Thank you very much, Greek. Uh, be paying attention before we get you into the Love Doctors. Your next chance to get to the sold out 2016 iHeartRadio Music Festival. And if you are a finalist, you get uh, a chance to win. You'll be in the running for the ultimate VIP experience. And they have now added $10,000 to spend on whatever you want into this amazing VIP experience. So your next chance is coming in minutes. Also, time to strive for five more is Dr. Rich, Dr. Glenn, Dano, and the lovely Leah. They'll take it from here. Fishing tomorrow morning at 6. Yep. Florida Talk Real Estate at 9. And the big show starts at 11. We'll see you then. Peace. Elvis, I love the building. <laughs> 